0: no matter how hard we try or no matter what we do there are just those times in life when things feel empty Uh, sometimes when things feel meaningless it is something that I have struggled with most of my adult life and have talked to many many people who go through periods where they feel the same way and I think what is so difficult about it is that our minds can grab a hold of that thought that everything is empty or that everything is meaningless or hollow and that none of it really matters. And the important thing about it is is that the mind can grab a hold of that and it can create that reality. We can believe that to the point that we feel like that is what reality is and we can forget that what is really happening is, is that we feel something physically. I generally have to, to think, I can't say this with 100% certainty, but I have to think that there is generally some sort of physiological or physical component to feeling this way. And, and I think that is why this, this so often occurs simultaneously, with situational depression or with chronic depression. And that's the tough part about it is, is that this is all, when we say that everything feels empty or that we think everything feels meaningless or that everything feels hollow, what is really strange about this is, is it's a really, it's a, it's a paradox because we, we feel that, you know, our feelings are that it feels this way but when in fact what is really happening is i don't know if it's possible you know there are i think a little a little bit over 30 human emotions i don't know necessarily if life you know feeling hollow or meaningless or empty is one of them there could be other feelings that are precipitating those thoughts but it has been really healing for me at least at least from my experience that these particular what i used to refer to as feelings are really thoughts. And while that may not seem that important on the surface as far as that distinction, it is one that is supremely important in terms of mindfulness practice. Because feelings are, are basically something that just arise as a result of us being physical beings. We cannot really necessarily regulate those very well. That has a lot to do with the complicated you know biochemistry that we are, are made up of whereas our thoughts then they're also you know thoughts cannot be controlled very well either by most people or at least people that I have talked to about this and so what we find is that we are left in a situation where we can't really control either one of these things the feelings or the thoughts The only thing that we really, that I find that I can control is whether or not I believe what, you know, the thoughts about what I'm feeling. Whether it is that I identify with whoever I think that I am, because it seems like wherever there is a thought, there is a thinker. There has to be someone that's thinking these thoughts. And there usually, as a result of that, ends up being someone that takes on an identity of someone that is in the scenario of whatever is being thought. If I am thinking that life is empty and meaningless and hollow, then I'm the guy that's stuck in the middle of this big nothingness or this emptiness. You know, I'm the, I'm the person that's somehow the victim of this. I am, you know, I'm the person that's in this. And so if I start seeing my reality based on that identity of me being that person, it's going to color literally everything that i you know that i experience in my life until i don't do that anymore until i wake up and realize that i'm just doing this to myself and that it's you know my thoughts about this that i'm engaging in and giving energy to and it has been really healing for me to realize that these are just thoughts i don't want to i don't want to minimize this when this when we are in the midst of feeling this way it can feel very very real the emptiness the meaninglessness the hollowness of life you know when we start to question what this all really means and you know does it really mean anything at all it can feel you know this is something that can feel very very real and I don't want to ever minimize that you know I know this can sometimes lead to negative you know negative emotions you know, I realize there are what they call positive and negative emotions. I guess really when it comes right down to it, they're just emotions that, you know, labeling them one way or another doesn't really change them at all. But once we realize that, you know, this is something that can feel very, very real, it can be debilitating at times if we are really invested in these thoughts. If, if we are really, you know, identifying with what we are thinking and the thing is, it's not bad or wrong to do this. It's just simply human. It's just where we sometimes find ourselves and I'm not saying that everyone does this, but I've talked to enough people over the years who do experience this and have some struggles with really identifying with those thoughts and really becoming the person, you know, in those thoughts. It's almost kind of like it's, you know, basically like a movie. You know, we are, you know, we are writing a certain storyline, we're seeing that our lives are a certain way, and so by virtue of that, we tend to see that we are, you know, a leading character in this particular story that we're telling ourselves about what these thoughts that we're thinking feel like. And that's the thing is, these thoughts and feelings, you know, feelings, feelings, You know, thoughts arise as a result of feelings. Sometimes thoughts can lead to different feelings. And sometimes it becomes just a big muddled mess. You know, what are thoughts? What are feelings? And usually when we're in that particular state, we're usually so deep, deeply in it that it can become very difficult to make sense of any of it. And what I have found is that when I am aware of the fact that I am in this particular state, what is best for me is to not necessarily try to sort everything out. I can be thinking you know, several different thoughts at the same time, and they're all feeding into each other in a potentially negative way. And it literally can come to a point where I have a hard time functioning if I am so deeply enmeshed in these thoughts and believing them so much and seeing myself as powerless, as a victim, uh, stuck in a life that is empty, hollow, and meaningless, uh, it can, I can really talk myself out of being motivated to do anything at all. And I'm not talking about like, you know, positive motivation or motivational speakers or speaking. I'm talking about literally, you know, losing the will to do what it takes to be in life. That's really what I'm speaking of. Not necessarily, you know, they're not necessarily always positive actions or negative actions. They're just, this is the, these are the things that we do to be in life, the tasks that we have to attend to, the responsibilities that we have, you know, showing up. And it can be very tough when we have somehow convinced ourselves through our thinking that this is all really hollow and meaningless and empty. Doesn't mean that we're bad or wrong for doing it. It's just that it can, it's something that can turn into a negative feedback loop And we can find that it's not really very, it does not set us up to really fully be in life and to show up and to take care of what it is our responsibilities are. And so I have found that if I can just simply do nothing other than become aware, and there again, the the mindfulness practice, you know, I'm practicing paying attention to my mind so that hopefully when I get lost in things like this, once I sort of, quote unquote, go off the road, you know, go off the highway and off into the weeds or into the grass, you know, I will be able to at some point wake up to the fact that I have done this. And at that point, I don't really need to be overwhelmed. I don't need to really feel like this is complicated because all I really need to do is, is first of all, not focus on sorting any of this out. Just simply becoming aware in of itself is enough to stop the momentum of these thoughts from moving forward. Sometimes they don't come to a complete stop the moment we become aware. But it's almost as if you think about a car driving down the road at 60 miles an hour. You know, you take your foot off the accelerator, the car is still going to keep rolling. You know, it's going to start slowing down. It's not going to come to a complete stop right away. And if I can just let go and start to relax, pay attention to my breathing, and to be more... I guess I've heard people refer to it more as being more in our heart than in our heads, you know, actually just being here, you know, feeling like what it feels like to actually be here, noticing things around us, noticing that, you know, everything is not as bad as we had talked ourselves into believing that it is. And it may, and it's a process and it's not easily done. It's, you know, letting go. Once we really get deeply mired in something like this, it is, it does take quite a bit of, you know, quite a bit of patience we can't really necessarily try too hard either because the more we try to not be in those thoughts, the more we may be in them. We may really struggle letting them go, you know, with letting them go. And so what I have found is is that if we can just, once we're aware, just simply give ourselves the the ability to be able to just be here without thinking as as much as possible... You know, not thinking. Some of these things will start to kind of fade away in, in over time. We will start to find that a lot of these thoughts, this identity of who we thought we were, this person leading this empty, meaningless, hollow life, will start to dissipate. You know, we may be a little disoriented if we've really been deeply in this. It may take a while to get our bearings again. But all we really have to do is just stay here. And be here now where everything is really happening. There's nothing really to figure out. There's nothing to sort out. There's no pieces to pick up. We just kind of come back here where life is actually happening. Now if there are things that we need to attend to as a result of not attending to them while we were caught up in these thoughts and being in this particular mind state, we can do that in a way without beating ourselves up emotionally or judging ourselves because the more that we feel shame and the more that we feel self-judgment and angry, you know, with ourselves and disappointed in ourselves while we are taking care of the things that have arisen while we were sort of away in our own heads it can just make it more difficult and it's it's a process of recovery and you know depending on how long we have been in that a lot of times will determine how long it will take us to kind of get our equilibrium back but the idea here is that we don't want to try too hard to get our equilibrium back we just the more that we are aware the more that we stay here and not engage in those thoughts we may still be feeling things that are precipitating these kinds of thoughts but we don't have to necessarily get caught up in thinking about them we can just let things be and we, it is possible to, you know, continue through life, even if we are still feeling some emotions that are causing us to feel, you know, like thinking that everything is ne- negative, empty, meaningless, and hollow. And at some point, we will find that if we let ourselves, that a lot of this, we will kind of find our own equilibrium in our own time. It's just a matter of being patient enough and having faith in that and trusting in that process. That we will actually get where we need to be when it is time for us to be there. And until then, all we really have to do is just trust in the process and just breathe in and out, be here, attend to whatever responsibilities that we have, and eventually feelings change. Eventually, if there is something physical that is precipitating these feelings generally at some point, you know, and not to say that if it was a, you know, clearly there are true medical, physical, you know, emergencies. And so I'm not speaking of those. I'm just talking about where our feelings just kind of change. You know, there's not anything severe, you know, from a medical standpoint going on, which that's an entirely different subject. But this is just the day-to-day changing of feelings, the oscillation of emotions that we deal with. And they do change. They generally do. And I can't, there again, I can't say that's the case for everyone, but I know in my experience and for many of the people that I have talked to about this subject, these feelings do eventually change if we just let go of trying to control them and wanting them to change and getting invested and caught up in you know how long will it be until it does change. Those things just tend to make the situation more difficult for us. And so it's just a matter of letting these things sort themselves out and being willing to trust in that process that they will. And clearly, if there's things that we need to do, if there's decisions we need to make, we will be in a a better position to make them as we start letting go to our attachment to these thoughts and our attachment to believing that, you know, things are empty, meaningless, or hollow. And we can just start living life and not necessarily thinking so much about how we we think that it feels. And not to say that it's wrong to feel that way because it isn't, and it's certainly not bad, but it really does not necessarily set us up well to cope with life in the most effective way that we possibly can. It makes it more difficult for us to show up for others that we care about and want to be of service to and to discharge our responsibilities. It just, it almost makes it much harder to do so. And it really doesn't lead to anything, any, anything beneficial or helpful for us to stay trapped in those mind states. And I realize everybody has that choice. But the good news is if we don't want to be in that, if we don't want to stay stuck in that, there is a way And mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice are two of, you know, other, of, of just many different practices that can help us work through those attachments to those thoughts. And just to be able to be here and not necessarily thinking so much about how we think it is. It just is. And we don't have to get so caught up in thinking it's a certain way. We can actually live life without really needing to characterize what is in any particular way. If we choose to, it is something that definitely can make the journey much lighter and easier.